Hello everybody, it is Tarana Unicorn here for a very special video. So this is uh, something that kind of came to me uh, in an epiphany the other day and I was like, yes, I have to do this. So if any of you are familiar of my very first video I've ever done, which was happened to be a live stream on this channel, it was me in this shirt sitting in a chair pretty much in the same spot, but my living room looked a little different and I was not yet a swinger. I was very, very new to the whole thing. I looked a little different. My face was a little rounder. I had so much inexperience and curiosity and, uh, and I, and I had no idea what was coming ahead. And so, uh, lately when uh, I think about it, I think about wanting to tell the story again, because I am such a different, more evolved person now. And I have different perspective to, to, to provide on the same story. And, uh, and I've been really excited. So I'm not going to be taking very many comments in this live stream. It is just meant to be a story time. I am literally recreating my original live stream video as you know imperfect as it was I even have the same bubble tea in my fridge and I, I'll try not to talk with my mouth full this time uh no promises I you know I tend to just kind of lose lose myself in conversation so I'm just gonna fix my necklace or that will bother me the whole time so oh my kitty's making a move my kitty's coming in the background she was in the uh, background of my original video too so it, it uh it, it, it makes sense all right are you guys ready so uh, I did rewatch this video today to get refreshed, but this is entirely from memory, my story. Are you guys ready? This is the story of when Turn Unicorn, in my opinion, was, uh, was kind of born. And it happened in the spring, I think it was like April, May of uh, 2019. And I had, at this time when this video was made, I had only had one threesome in my whole life. And it was like, two, three weeks prior. So I was like, oh my God, I've had a threesome. Could I have another threesome, right? Like, is this a lifestyle change or was it a fantasy fulfilled check, right? So that was a very, very big pivotal fork in the road at the time. And so it, what's interesting is when I, when I tell the story of the night, I remember thinking how impactful that night specifically was for my life. I had no idea that that story would then turn into a video would then turn into a viral video, which would then turn into a career change. So that that night was very pivotal. And so I want to talk to everybody who might be on the cusp of, of this again, uh, or sorry, of this, uh, you know, lifestyle and just show them, you know, the, the, the girl who was then, you could watch that story and then you could contrast it with this one. So here we go. Um, it was, I remember uh, it was a very cold day. It was like April, May, 2019. I was a single girl. I went to Oasis Aqua Lounge in Toronto, Ontario. It was a sex club that I had been to a few weeks prior, one time or twice or something to have my very first threesome. So if you ever want to watch that video, it is the video called My First Threesome. You won't miss it. Uh, it's in my story time playlist. So this was my second ever threesome, but it was my biggest ever video. Okay, so I remember I went there as a single girl and I had no friends there. Okay, I understand it's easier for girls, sure. But I had no friends there and I walked in and I had a little towel thing on and I remembered I brought my like my binder clip which is literally just a binder clip to hold my towel up so that I could like shimmy and like it wouldn't fall I remember thinking I was genius I still think I'm genius everybody's always like hey I need one of those 
Um, so anyways, I remember I was like walking around in that and my flip flops and I was like mingling and I, it was unicorn night again. And, um, believe it or not, this is the night I met Elle on this show. So she has her own playlist called starring Elle. And, uh, this is the night I met her because I remember mentioning her in the video saying I met this really nice girl, but she's kind of clingy of it to me tonight. And I'm trying to like hook up. So it, it wasn't like she was a clingy person. It was just like, Hey, I'm trying to fucking have a couple. And this girl wants to like BFF in the pool. And I'm like, Hey man, I'm here to like lick some things, you know? So anyways, that was the night I met Elle. Um, and so she and I went to the unicorn, um, event together. And what that means is at 10 PM, they would gather a bunch of people for the event and they would talk about what it's like to be a unicorn and how do couples match with unicorns and all that jazz. And it's really for the newbies. If you've had a threesome, you could, you, you can get exempt from the course, you know? Um, but I was like up there to learn. Okay. Like I was like, okay, what? So me and my friend Elle were the only two single women in that room. Okay. I'm telling you unicorn night was, it was slow that night. Um, and she wasn't even really looking, she's straight. Like she wasn't even really looking for anything. Um, and so anyways, we went and I remember scanning the room and I remember seeing two or three couples that I thought maybe, and the couple I ended up sleeping with because I gave their names in the original video. I'm going to give them again. Her name was Ash and he, I don't remember his name, but he looked like Prince Harry and like, that's, you know, unmistakable. So um yes so anyways they were in the room and I remember thinking like yeah maybe whatever there was another couple I thought yeah maybe anyways the night goes on the night goes on I'm not gonna lie I was not the same out of my shell outgoing comfortable in my skin woman back then I was still getting there right so I was kind of keeping to myself you know I didn't make a ton of eye contact because I felt intimidated to like hit on people and I in a way like I just didn't want to like pursue it I, I just didn't want to didn't want to give people the wrong idea. Like I was much more sheltered in my head and like, than you would expect. Okay. I was just not the same bubble in there with my, you know, orgy director, fanny pack kind of girl. I just wasn't, I was very, um, didn't know how to interact as well. Like, I just thought, Oh my God, like, I don't know. Like it was just, I was just as lost. So anyways, the night goes on, the night goes on and it's about 2 AM now. And you've got to understand this is lack, like last call for threesomes. Okay. If it was a bar, it'd be last call for alcohol for here. It was last call for threesomes. And so this was the time. And I remember I had gotten a Brazilian wax for the occasion. So like I had like hair nowhere <laughs> and uh, it was like a good time and I was, you know, ready for it. And so it would have meant a lot to me had I had gone home empty handed that night, whether or not that should have been the case or not. It just would have, I would have felt like maybe I wasn't ready for this lifestyle if I would go and have all these opportunities and just shy away. So I was really kind of pushing myself to, to just take that step outside my comfort zone, even if I felt un uneasy about it. So anyways, I remember I was roaming around and uh, I was on the third floor and I was the red rooms, the orgy room. And this, this couple like Ash and Prince Harry guy were in the back. And I remember they were sitting like this, like they were facing and that's not normal. Normal people have sex, whatever. They were sitting facing and it, it was, they were trying to find someone that you could tell they were making eye contact kind of aggressively with the crowd. And I remember like, they looked at me and I was like, you know, like one of those people being like, oh, wow. Okay. Someone's looking at me. Do, what do I think? You know? Um, and at first I was like, okay, yeah, sure. Like, I don't know. Like, you know, I'm a shy girl in the inside too. Like anyone who knows me really well knows I have my moments. So anyways, um, it really, uh, I wasn't able to just be like, sure. Like I wasn't like able to just like crawl right in. Um, so anyways, I remember like, 
I thought about it and like we made eye contact a few times and like I just would like look away and then I I went to the bathroom and I remember looking at myself in the mirror and I was like just like one of those like made for tv moments and I remember looking at myself in the mirror and being like look like if this isn't if you're not going to literally do this it's right there if you don't do this are you are you ever going to do this because this is the time. And I know it felt like that important of a decision to not shy away from because it was right there. What's the fucking harm, right? It's just sex. But uh, it took a lot. It took a lot. I remember I was, I don't normally have to give myself pep talks in life. Not, not, not usually. And this time I did. And I remember thinking, sure, I could go home. But if I go home, I'm pretty much not coming back. Like, why would I, if I can't do it now, I, when am I ever going to be able to do it? And so I took that energy of, okay, I am finally going to get out of my own way. I am finally going to take a leap instead of a, a duck in life. And, uh, and so I did. And so like I primped, you know, in the, in the, in the, uh, oh, I need my bubble tea. See, this is just like the original. Although this time I'm going to try and not talk with my mouth full, <laughs> but no promises because again, this is live. I can't edit. You get what you get. Um, so I remember I was like primping myself in the mirror and, uh, you know, anyways, checking my pussy, make sure it was good. You know, that kind of stuff. Have the overshare, of course. Oh, by the way, this is the YouTube version of this retake story. If you want the actual additional dirty darker details that actually didn't even make the original cut you're gonna have to come to my fan page it's just the case youtube would kick my ass if i did it here so that's the way it's got to be but i will absolutely do my best to retake the story in its glory here um, with the additional details on my fan page so here is the bubble tea same one as the original video oh my god oh see i'm not talking Okay, I can't keep eating chewy things if I'm trying not to talk a mouthful. Okay, so I leave the bathroom and I go back into the area where the red room is and like maybe they'd be busy, maybe I'd get it off the hook, whatever, right? But no, they were still there, they were still looking. And uh, and I just remember like being like, okay, fine. And so I, you know, I was kind of standing at the entrance and so there was a bunch of people in there that were people I didn't want to sleep with. And there was one guy who was just kind of like this to me, like, sure, like, come on in. And, and I remember being like, oh, no, no, like the person behind you, because I didn't want him to think I wanted to fuck everybody. Right. And he's like, so like, come in. And so I realized at that moment, I had to actually get naked and crawl into a room with people fucking and ask them if I can have sex with them. Like, I understand that like now that's not something so crazy that I would do. But back then, my goodness, my goodness. So, and also a girl who wasn't comfortable in my body that much, right? You got to remember, this was like a big deal to be even just in a place where I was naked. So anyways, I remember crawling. Now, this time I'm not going to have to redo this part three times because the last time I just, I was on edibles and I totally fucked up the story. Okay. Mm -hmm. Go down my throat, you little balls. See? Oh, I'm not, I almost, I just caught myself. I'm showing you my chewed tapioca. This is why I can't do live streams. 
I'm just, I'm I'm one of those people. I'm just going to be myself. Anyways. Um, okay. So this was the moment. So I crawl in and I uh, go around the person who waved me in and I know they saw me coming and they knew I was coming in. But I remember like at first I dropped my towel. I remember dropping my towel, putting my drink on the riser because there's like a thing where you can put drinks. This is a big, this is hard. I mean, get naked suddenly and you're like crawling, you know? And I got up to them and uh, I go up to them both. Like they're both look excited and, and, and inviting. And, uh, and and I said to the girl, um, our sister, like, do you want to play? And I said it exactly like that. Like, do you want to play? Like very kind of comfortably, even though in my head, my I was shaking in my little boots, like nervous wise. You wouldn't have known it if you were in the moment. Is what I'm saying. Um, and she's like up to him. Like she was that fast. She was like up to him. And then he's like, like yeah. And then I said, can I eat her pussy? And like that kind of comfort. So I looked like I was like, you know, I do this all the time. Meanwhile, I'm like brand newish, you know. And I'm like, she had a beautiful, you know, vagina. It was really, really pretty. And it was right there on this place. So I uh, just suddenly kind of went down on her, you know, before I even kissed them. And uh, and that's how it got started. So uh, this is the, the part of this story that probably is the most well known from the original was where I go into the detail of the sex. Now, I'm not going to lie. That video, the fact that it is um, up there still is a godsend. And I'm just going to not push my luck. I'm not allowed to talk about, about sex in detail on YouTube. So what I'm going to do is make, hit the highlights, but not in a sequential series so that I'm not trying to elicit uh, basically a reaction. That's basically the thing, the, the toe, the line I'm trying to toe here. But as I said, come to my fan page after I will be unleashed. Okay. Unleashed. All right. So I remember it started that way. I went down on her and then they started making out and you could tell like they were excited. And, uh, I, it was great. It was great. I was enjoying myself. She had orgasms. I mean, I'm not going to lie. The girl had like many orgasms, so I'm pretty sure she just came a lot. But like, again, if I'm a girl that knew at this, I'll take fucking easy wins, man. You know, I don't need fucking, my ego doesn't need to work hard for an orgasm. You know, anyways, uh, and then I went and like grabbed his, you know, D and I started like, you know, sucking it, whatnot. Keep in mind, I had not had regular sex in my life around this time. So I was a little rusty. And I remember I did at one point hit the teeth a little bit in the back. And I felt a little bad, but I like didn't say anything. And I just kept going because he didn't say anything. Um, but, you know, those kind of things happen. And uh, because I told it in the original story, I've got to tell it here too, you know. Anyways, it was going really well. They were having fun me and the girl shared, you know, a BJ. And so it was like, I was helping her underneath while she was had it in, her, in a cock in her mouth. Um, it was really fun. And it was, what was interesting is that I had done this threesome because I wanted kind of like the, the girl experience. And it wasn't until kind of after the threesome was over that I realized the girl wasn't bisexual. And so I didn't actually get the kind of girl on girl experience of receiving that I kind of wanted. So it, it, and that, that changed me because now I actually ask women before I, hook up with them. Are you bisexual? Are you bi so I know it doesn't mean I don't hook up with straight women. It just means I don't expect them to go down on me. You know what I'm saying? So anyways, uh, there's lots of ways to share, share people without going all the way. Anyways. Um, so I, you know, she never went down on me or anything, but like I kissed her a lot. Um, and I sucked his D a lot and then, um, played with her boobs. She had nice boobs. And then I remember we both sat on the back. So it was the red room. So we both sat on the back thing. Like, here's her legs. Here's my legs. 
and he was standing in front of us kneeling basically and like like fingering us both kind of at the same time he was having the time of his life he was having a great time now there's this part of the story i have to also share because this is true but basically there was at one point when i think i was like i don't know i was on all fours and he was fingering me from behind and it was really really rough and normally i like aggressive figure fucking don't get me wrong but this was different and he had had knuckles that were hitting the side of my um vagina so it was instead of doing it a way where your knuckles wouldn't hit he was doing it in a place where the knuckles were hitting my body and I had fucking bruises. So I, as, now I would say something. Now I would stop the play or like ask for it to be lighter. I should have. It's our responsibility sometimes as people receiving to say something when it's a little too rough, but I didn't. And, uh, and uh, anyway, so I took it and uh, would never have been able to orgasm like that. You know, you know, you got to ask people what they like because just because his wife or girl, girlfriend at home maybe likes it. doesn't mean I did. Um, but anyways, he did do a good job in like other ways. It was just that that one part. But then he also, I remember at one point saying something about ass play and he like perked right up and he's like, oh, are, do, are you into that? Do you want a finger in your ass? And uh, I was like, yeah, I love one. Like it was just like, yes, because I really do like ass play. It's part of my, my thing. So, um, so she was like, oh, can I watch? Can I watch? And so she was like, literally like behind me, like watching. And it was like really hot. It was a hot situation. I think, uh, this, the rest of the sex is pretty much, you know, that's pretty much it. I mean, he, he came on her face. She was confused when I didn't help her take the cum shot, but I was like, sorry, I don't take cum. But I was like there to like grab her boobs and stuff while she was doing it. I do remember that he held her eye open and was like trying when he was coming on her face. And I remember thinking, is he trying to come in her eye? Like, is he? Because that's a lot of trust. Now, having said that, there is some people who do have a kink about come, uh, come in the eye, so I'm not judging. But in this situation, I was very confused by somebody who they were in a relationship would want to come in someone's eye. I don't know anybody who actually wants come in the eye. So that was confusing. I do remember she also called him daddy. And that was the first time I had actually ever been exposed to the daddy dynamic in the lifestyle, which is not what you think in terms, if you're from another world, it's not weird or, or anything. It's literally this protective kind of force over um, a more like submissive force. And so it's more like role play, uh, power play dynamics. It's really interesting. Um, I've never called anyone daddy, but now I do understand the dynamic and I, uh, it appeals to me in certain capacity. And so my friends also like it. So I just remember at the time being like, she called him daddy. It was kind of weird, but now I'm like, yeah, no, you know, it's very common. It's very, very common. So that was something that has majorly evolved. So anyways, um, yeah, I remember at the time I had to like tell them my boundaries, like, you know, don't pull my hair because I like hair extensions, um, you know, no cum in the mouth. And there's a few other ones um, that I, that I mentioned. Um, that was pretty much it. I mean, just like, I don't know. You don't need to list everything, right? So I just, I wrote down a few notes of things. So I, I wanted to make sure. Oh yes. There was that one point in the video, in the original video where I actually laughed out loud at the idea of a man dominating me in sex. Like I was like, yeah, fuck that shit. Are you kidding? No one would ever do that. It's fucking hilarious because that is exactly how I felt up until I was in my mid thirties. Never would I have actually thought I wanted to be dominated in sex. I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm about women empowerment. I'm, you know, I strongly believe in, in that. So it was conflicting in ways to be dominated. <laughs> suddenly, right?
good. But no, there's a there was a good dynamic I had with a partner that uh, you know showed me the dynamic up close, and it was very lovely and 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 and, and fulfilling and sensual, and it had more depth. The sex had more depth. So yes, it was good. So that's something where I've come a long way on. But I just wanted to say I laughed out loud at the idea of men dominating me in my original video. And, and I and I would again, unless I selected that man to dom me. You know what I'm saying? I think a lot of submissives feel that way. They don't just get dommed by people. They select their doms too. It's, it's very much, in my opinion, it's very much equal power. It's just the expression of power in the role play is different, but the power itself is equal. Okay. Um, yes. What? Uh, yes. What else did I say here? Bring out. Oh yeah. So what I really liked at the end of the video, my original video, was that I mentioned I looked in the camera and I said, I really want to bring out like the sexual goddess in me that I, you know, never knew I could be, but always thought I hoped to be. And if you think about it. This club, this lifestyle has made a many goddesses. Uh, my friends, a few of them, I've seen just come right to life. I don't know who they were before they came into the club, but they're a bright person now. And and they, they're happy and just as fulfilled as I am. And, and I see the people's souls light up when they join this lifestyle and realize the rest of their life is going to be more colorful. It's good. It's good to find your tribe. Um, so that is the retelling. I have gone a bit, a minute, a minute over, uh, my original time, I think. So I was trying to also hit that too, but I missed it. This was a, a thrill for me. And I do want to wrap up with, uh, I will read some comments at the end, but I want to wrap up by circling back to this moment in time. This was around April, May of 2019. It is now October of 2022. I have had many threesomes. I have picked up women with other people to have threesomes, as well as being the unicorn. I've had orgies. I've had hotel parties, orgies. Um, you know, I haven't had a gangbang yet. Um, yeah, it's on the list, but like I need to do it with select people. So I have had a lot of experiences. And now I like to help others fulfill their fantasies too, right? Because let's just, let's just be honest. If I was back in the day, if I was that girl nervous in the bathroom and there was someone like Toronto Unicorn at the, at the time being giving her a pep talk saying, you know, make sure you ask for this. You have a condom. Like, oh, that's by the way, the whole, did you guys not pick up on this? That man did not fuck me. Did you not get, get that? He did not fuck me. I never even said he did because... I didn't bring a condom in with me and it would have been uh, like by the time I had left the red room and crawled out people to get a condom and come back, the moment would have been gone. So literally if you don't bring condoms, sometimes you miss out. So that is true. The original story, he only fingered me. Like there was no, there was no penetration for me. Um, yeah. Bring a freaking condom. I need a sip. Mm. I still get balls in my mouth. Even though I tried not to. Oh, you know what? I could just suck out of a smaller straw. That's okay. Um, so just to kind of circle around, if I could go and give that girl advice, that girl from 2019 who was nervous about pursuing her very first threesome and, and wondering if this lifestyle was for her, I think what I would say is, and again, this isn't pre-scripted. I'm doing this off, off uh, you know, the moment. I think I would say it's just sex. It's not as scary as you think it is. Sex can be recreational and fun and not that big of a deal. Like you, if you don't want to make it one and, and sometimes, you know, I just, I think I thought like, what does it mean if I don't have sex or does, you know, and I think, 
you can still be in this lifestyle, even if you aren't successful, even if you don't have a threesome yet, you know, if you're just in the lifestyle as a hopeful person, having to have a threesome, you can still be part of the lifestyle. And I think at the time, maybe I just didn't understand that. And I thought I had to jump in at full speed. And for me, maybe personally on my journey, that's what I needed to do, but it doesn't mean everybody does. And if you need to be that girl in that washroom who looks in the mirror and says, you know what, you know, Tonight, I'm just going to stay in my clothes and look around and enjoy the night that way and come back again and see if I'm more comfortable the next time. Then that's what you do because everybody's different. Um, and you do not have to go to these lifestyle clubs and participate. You could go to be a voyeur. You could go to be in the environment and be social. So don't feel pressure about that either. I hope you've enjoyed this. It has been a thrill to make. I think one of the last points I'm going to make is that day when I was in the bathroom looking in the mirror saying, hey, you know, you know, turning your corner, you're ready to do this kind of thing. I knew I had the power to say yes, because I really wanted it. But what's really fascinating is that that day I went forward and I left my comfort zone. It was a big deal, but I did it. And then I had that threesome. And then I went home. And then I did a live stream where I overshared on the internet for the first time. And I did it by accident because I didn't know how to take video very well back then. I just wasn't that tech savvy about video editing. And so I did a live stream. I had no viewers at the time, no viewers because I had no followers. And it was just to like log the history of the event. And it wasn't meant to be public, but I left it up public because I thought, oh, what's the harm? No one's going to watch it. <laughs> And then, you know, a lot of people watched it and then, it, you know, my channel got pretty big and now I tell a lot more stories and, and now I tell, you know, you know, a lot more of my life and share even more. But not only that, I've evolved as a swinger basically on live TV. Like I've evolved from that shy, nervous, can I do this girl to the girl saying to the camera and to you at home, yes, you can fucking do this. Look at me. I did it too. I did it alone. You can do it alone too. Yeah. That's the last piece of advice before I sign off. And I really do want to thank everyone who came here. And I'm going to definitely read some of the comments before I leave. But the last piece of advice is do not fucking sit your life out on the bench waiting for somebody to come in and make you feel more comfortable to do something. You will be missing so many good things in your life. If you can't yet go to a club alone because you want someone to come with you and you're desperate to have some chaperone. If you're that desperate, hire a fucking sex worker. I'm not, I'm not kidding because that's a chaperone. Hire an escort. If you really want someone to go to a sex club with you, hire a fucking escort. Don't come in my DMs and asking me to take strangers to a sex club. As much as I would love to meet all my fans, I'm just never going to say yes to that kind of proposal. Just so you understand. I can't say yes to that, okay? Uh, to, to meeting strangers on the internet in, in a sex club. No, I cannot say yes as much as, as you may really want me to. I really can't. Um, having said that, I am building a Discord server so that um, my fans can interact with one another and maybe even build their own meetup group so that they can all go together as fans of Toronto Unicorn, friends of Toronto Unicorn, and have that be the bonding that you guys go with. So at least you guys go knowing somebody, even if you're not going to hook up with them, there's still someone who wants to go. So yeah, so stay tuned for that. Uh, TorontoUnicorn.com will have all those links. Okay. I am done giving my tough love on that. I just say get off the bench, live your fucking life, and uh, don't sleep one more day away before you do that. Okay, let's go back and read some of these comments, and thank you again, everyone, for joining. Okay, it says good afternoon, Muni. Uh, R is here. Uh, Rob's here. Ticket Black. Uh, let's see here. I'm not going to mention everyone's names here, but... Uh, Hello, gorgeous from Maui. Well, what's really interesting, Jason, is I just smoked some Maui Wowie. It was the weed strain that I smoked, so that's good vibes there. 
Um, thank you, Oh, I'm seeing a lot of nice commenting on um, DJ Slim is here. That is nice. Uh, Milfman, hello. Uh, the penis pillow is, is hilarious. I also have a boob pillow. Um, at what age did you realize you were sexually open or adventurous? Very early, very early. Like, why wasn't anyone else talking about sex yet? Kind of early. Um, perks of a limo driver, six girl orgy in the back. Lovely, Jason. That's a kick ass job. Um, Rob says, good philosophy. It is just sex, but it ain't, it, it's a whole lot of fun. It's true. I think that sometimes people like me can be like, what does the sex mean? Or what does the sex do? Like, but sometimes sex can just be the recreational physical activity you do with your friends. Um, so then DJ Slim says, um, you say a million plus, but I have technically around 13 million now overall, just so you know. Uh, one plus million uh, viewers later, there's your harm. Oh, there's my harm. <laughs> joking, but harm more than awakening. It's true. I mean, I think that there's a lot of religious people who think I'm doing harm and I've heard from them, some of them. Um, but you know what? I know what I'm doing. I feel very proud of the impact I'm making, especially on body positivity, uh, sex positivity, um, and just de-shaming the whole topic of sex. Like, let's not, you know, make sexual jokes or anyone who's frowned upon. Like, let's cheer them on, you know? All right. Um, Okay, so this one here says, Danny says, I'm not going to comment, which is funny because I'm reading him comment. I'm not going to comment or ask any questions. I'm just going to sit, listen, and admire my fave ADHD, sexy, wild, child, blue-eyed, biatch. <laughs> like how I did that? Stay awesome, babe. Thank you. That is a lovely comment. I love those thoughtful comments so very much. Um, hello, uh, DeAndre. I think I said that right. Hello. You're If you're new, you've got a lot to catch up on. I've got like 500 videos. So uh, that was thrilling. I have to lock off now so that I keep this under 30 minutes. But uh, thank you all for coming. I hope this is uh, logged in time as a little bit of an artifact because it goes to show in the same shirt with the same, you know, kind of bubble tea, same cat, same chair, same house, different swinger, different girl, more evolved, more comfortable in my skin, you know, more experienced, less naive, and now more willing and eager to share with others so that they can have this joy in their life too. So that's what it did for me. Hopefully it does the same for you. Bye everybody.